I have to figure out if I'm an optimist or a pessimist, and I don't know anymore. TGIF, it's Manson Mitchell with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to jumpstart your weekend. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Hi, everybody. TGIF indeed. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Together we are Mance and Mitchell in your ears for the hour, and we are ably assisted, as always, of a Friday by bad boy Benny Mathers at the board. Benny, how are you? Good. Heck no, I won't go. Heck no, I won't go. I don't and know. Where is it? <laughs> you will not go... Hence to where? Ukraine. Leaving. Yes, Ukraine. exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. Right. Or leaving right. the show. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. I uh, I heard today <laughs> on the news that men of a certain age are not permitted to leave Ukraine. Eight, and I thought, well, that, that's an interesting. 18 to 60, I believe. Yes. Wow. That's what I heard yep. as well. I didn't know that was the age category, but that's that's a big age category. So men, you must stay and fight. And the rest of you, you can bow out if you like. I mean, they're claiming martial law, right? Oy, oy, oy. Like, yeah. that's unbelievable. It's, it's a sad thing. Yeah. I mean, looking at this on the news, it's in disbelief. Gary and I have been watching a lot of the news and just kind of shaking our heads from side to side going, we can't believe it. We can't believe it. Not since World War II. Yeah. They had, you know, on the soil like that. And hmm. uh, here we go again. Are they trying to like for the last couple of years, come up with something new, like to, to disturb the world. I mean, I know we'll do this. I mean, like, is everyone trying to like one up each other on just, I think antics? that uh, Mr. Putin would be interested in that strategy because he wishes to destabilize the West, particularly yeah. with regard to NATO. So Ugh. I think that would fit into his game plan. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's and just all those lives. Make lost sure he, in yeah, make sure he leaves they, his shirt on when he does it. That's all. Right. And they anticipate as many <laughs> as four million refugees as the stream is leaving Ukraine. Yeah. And that's why you have laws about, you know, totally. We need people to stay and fight because they're trying to swallow our country. So um anyway, God yeah. bless the Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. They are in uh, our thoughts and prayers. I hope this is yep. over quickly, though, quite frankly, I'm not so sure. We are happy to have you listening to us, ladies and gentlemen. And we double down on that every time we have our wonderful friend, and she is a wonderful friend to us. Jody LaVon is back, and we're going to find out what has been going on in her life. What is her perspective today, with or without any mention of Ukraine? I'm just talking about generally. And then as we get into the second half of the show, we have about 20 minutes there that we have set aside in our little budget for time here today where we're going to give you the opportunity to call up. And if there is a spirit message for you, it might be your date with destiny. And you never know who might be waiting to get through, get to you through the good offices of Jody LaVon. And she's always generous to come on and make her time available in that way. Suzanne, I would like to go ahead and read this. Now I've got kind of a hefty bio here because she's an accomplished lady. No grass grows under her feet. Give her a hefty bio. The woman deserves it. Well, let me say accordingly, good idea, Suzanne, Jody LaVon, the happy medium known to millions of people by that moniker, is a prominent local and national radio personality and is the resident psychic on a successful Minneapolis St. Paul television show in the Midwest called Twin Cities Live. She's very well known. I've traveled to other states 
and met people from Minnesota. And when I dropped Jody, Levon, I'm a name dropper, right? And I dropped Jody Levon's name. They brighten and they say, oh, yes, I know. I've seen her. I've watched that TV show. So uh, news travels regarding Jody. Jody is an accomplished medium with over 30 years of experience. The founder of the Intuitive Coach LLC, she is an intuitive coach for the business sector and offers corporate coaching, private readings, and inspirational presentations on a national level. Her first book, The Happy Medium, Awakening to Your Natural Intuition, back in 2009 it was published, received a number of accolades and was described by Publishers Weekly as a solid and measured discussion that may give skeptics a reason to reconsider and a reason for stars on Oscar night to look into their gift bags. And that's a little Jodyism that I found out several years ago. And I know it's true because it came from Jody. Her second book, The Happy Medium, Speaking the Language of Intuition, is a compelling and engaging little book packed with insight-popping, mood-elevating techniques that can be applied in a parking lot, a shopping mall, or a boardroom. So for the umpteenth time, I don't even I lose track of the numbers. I forgot to look. It's like a couple of dozen and counting visits we've had. And once again, we welcome Jody Levon to Manson Mitchell. Jody, my dear, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. It's lovely to be around your energy, both of you, to float around in your energy. And I love who listens to your show. They've got oh, beautiful yeah. energy. The, the cumulative energy of this, cumulative energy is amazing. I always feel high, actually. And I'm not, but I always feel high when I do this show and then for days afterwards. Wow, oh, that is a very nice thing to say. <laughs> High praise indeed. We Thank do you, have Jody. good listeners and we have good people who call in too. Let me dive into this conversation, Jody, by asking how was the second half of 2021? Now we're into twins already. We're closing out February here in 2022. What has been happening in your life? What perspective would you like to share based on recent experiences? Well, there's a couple of different things. First of all, world events, I think, are making a lot of us feel very staticky inside because our hearts are with the people of the Ukraine. And I feel like it's important to give that amazing energy that we have some wings and pray for them and think about them. And I've been doing that. And I feel like there's a lot of power in peace. And so sending really good energy over there through white light only enhances my own energy. So I feel awful about it. I've cried about it, but I've worked really hard to keep my energy up so I can share that more positive energy with them. And I think it's important to watch the news to understand, but not obsess because you have to live your life. You live your life. You feed your life. Good things. You can, you can send that amazing energy over to them. And once we know where to send money to help, we will. That's on the right this moment, things happening this moment globally. For me personally, I have had a very interesting experience, interesting being a sarcastic term. <laughs> I was diagnosed with breast cancer in August of 2021. And it has been, as they say, a journey. I it was a very, very small tumor and a very aggressive but small tumor that was found very early. Mm -hmm. So because it was called triple positive, I've had to do a lot of treatments 
and surgeries and things like that to make sure that it won't return or to do what I can to make sure that it won't ever return. And so far, so good on that end. So I, I rocked chemo. And when I say I rocked chemo, I'm still standing. So oh, I would, yeah. you know, and at the beginning, my doctors would say, how are you? And I'd say, I'm that poster child for chemo because I wasn't sick yet. And then, <laughs> and then I got sick, but I lived through it. And there's so many people listening that have been through this and they know, and I had chemo light if they, that's what they called it, which is funny. That's kind of like being a little bit pregnant. So it was still chemo, but it wasn't the worst kind of chemo that happens with more severe cancers, more advanced cancers, if you will. But I, I made it through it. And I'm really very proud of myself. And chemo was my friend because chemo helped teach my cells to do something different than they were doing in, in my body. So that's great. The cancer's gone. My cells, I believe, are behaving beautifully. And I still have more surgery and more treatments. And I've got a good attitude. I think I'm behind. The worst is behind me. So that's where I'm at. And it's been very interesting from the perspective of a medium because I had a heads up something was going to happen that wasn't good. And I had it for months beforehand, but I didn't know what it was. And I didn't know if I was depressed because I didn't feel depressed. I didn't know if it was a problem in my family. I just didn't know. And then this happened. So the day I went in, I have a, I have an MRI and six months later, I've had a mammogram for the last, I don't know, 15, 20 or more years. I've been on a high risk list because I have family members that have had breast cancer, quite a few. So when I went in for that, that day that they found something, I had the worst feeling, just the worst feeling. And when I walked up and I had a checkup with the, with the, the practitioner, they didn't find anything. And when I went to go check in for the MRI, my whole life flashed in front of me. Literally, like literally, mm. I stood there wow. and it kept happening and happening and happening. And I turned to my husband and I said, uh, my whole life is flashing in front of me and this can't be good. And it wasn't, but I'm good now. I'm moving on. Wow. Thank goodness. Well, God bless. I'm knocking on some serious wood here. Me too. That is amazing. There, That's resiliency. There's a, a lot to unpack in what you just said. There's a couple things I'd like to touch on, if you don't mind. No. You, when you were talking about the world situation, you were talking about keeping your energy up. And I think that is very good advice for not only the world situation, but us personally. But the other thing that really caught my ear was when you were talking about obsessed thoughts and, and it went ding, 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 because I've had some obsessed thoughts lately, not about my health, but about something else. And I actually prayed about that this morning when I first woke up. I, I asked my higher consciousness, what can I do to not be thinking about the negative things that I've been thinking about? And it was strange because the answer had no relationship whatsoever to the question, but I decided, oh, well, that's interesting. And so I have another thread to follow in another direction. But what can people do about obsessive thoughts of a practical nature when you find those obsessive thoughts not in the positive and bringing you and your energy down? Because that's not going to help your health. No, and that's a really great question. And I think everybody can really relate to having obsessive thoughts. You know, when you, you keep going back to those thoughts, they drain you of your energy. 
And yes. anything that's draining you of energy, you, you got to work on, you have to process the thoughts. It's not like you should ignore your feelings ever. You allow your feelings, you look at your feelings, you feel your feelings, process them and let them go. Mm. And if you have to keep doing them, that helps. The other thing that's helped me is, and it's a quick little practice, you literally press your feet into the ground. So you can't be driving when you're doing this because you're going to close your eyes. Press your feet into the ground, close your eyes, wiggle your toes and move your feet back and forth so you can feel the soles of your feet kind of tingle. Say your full name to yourself three times. Listen to yourself, breathe slowly through your nose. Again, eyes closed. And then imagine whatever is in the back of your mind filled with white light and floating away. And you don't have to look where it's going. It's just filled with white light. The universe has it. It's floating away. And find something inside of you that brings you joy and relive that joyful moment and let it fill your entire being up. Literally let it fill your entire body up. Hug that feeling and move on with your day. I actually wrote down all those steps, Jody, because I am serious about wanting to get back to joy as quickly as possible and not be obsessing about negative thoughts. And I, I actually wrote that down like a little formula. Love I love it. that. And I think I, I think it's I think I just posted it on my Instagram too. Uh, maybe not as detailed, but some of that. So when you're diagnosed with cancer, and God forbid that ever happened to anybody that listening or you guys, you tend to obsess because oh, what if yeah. I'm gonna die? What if I'm gonna do this and what if I'm gonna do that? And and I can go really low. I mean, a lot of I am I am a happy person. Being honest here, I can go really low. It's that finding that balance, right? So I had to do certain things to bring myself back to neutral, and that was one of them. I mean, I've I've been praying so much. And I've been doing that kind of an exercise, which to me is a prayer as well. So I've made that choice. Like I'm not going to be owned by that, my fear, but it took me a while, truly took me a while. I don't want to talk to anybody when I first was diagnosed. No. And I, and I wasn't very nice if you did. So I needed to be alone. I talked with my family and my, my doctors, and that was pretty much it. And maybe one or two friends who were breast cancer survivors. So I made that choice and it isn't because I'm some saint. It's because I actually want to have fun in my life. <laughs> I'm here to have fun. I'm here to have joy. You are a very upbeat person and I could see where you would strategize how to get back to that place. A couple of years ago, I started obsessing very badly about COVID to such an extent that I created shingles in my body in August of 2020. And I knew it was the stress and the obsessing about the COVID and we have to stay home and we can't, you know, see any people. And I mean, we stayed home so much. We didn't put gas in the car for three months. I mean, mm -hmm. we had stuff delivered to the house. We did not leave. And I, and I said to Gary, I'm afraid I'm going to die from COVID. Well, here it is two years later, and that thought did not happen, and, and things are looking much better now, but I started obsessing about something else, and then I, I recognized that obsessing thoughts are obsessing thoughts. It doesn't matter if it's COVID or health or money or relationships or career or whatever the topic is. Obsessive thoughts are obsessive thoughts, and so 
for you to have a, a way to uh, get your mind turned around, get your thoughts in a different direction, then that that joy is there. And, you know, obviously, I haven't died from COVID yet. But to spend time in that negative, dark place was not good. And thankfully, I'm not there today. I'm, I'm still taking some precautions, you know, wearing masks and social distancing and all that kind of stuff keeping my hands washed, but um, it's the idea. It doesn't matter what the topic is. It's the idea of thinking negative things and how that can affect you. And, you know, I want to get back to not having to, to worry about negative thoughts, but how can I think positive thoughts? And I love what you said about that. You were talking about pressing feet into the ground. Do you recommend outside, inside, anywhere? You can do it anywhere, but you know, if you do it outside, then that's more of a connection with the earth. And that's part of what that is, is okay. that you're grounding to the earth because we are in a physical body, right? right. So you want to connect with the earth because you're part of the earth and you're a spirit. <clears throat> and when you listen to yourself breathe, you clear away some of that nonsense noise that we all have. Yes. And then you, you have more control over what you're thinking and you create positive things for yourself because you're sticky for the good instead of sticky for the icky when you're in there. <laughs> sticky <laughs> for the icky. You don't want that. You remind me of a story. And when I, you're not sure where to go, when in doubt, go ethnic. So I have a little joke for you, Jody. <laughs> and it goes like this. There's a little Jewish man. He's crossing the street and he doesn't see an oncoming car. And he gets hit by the oncoming car. Oh, my God. And there he is sprawled out in the middle of the street or the crosswalk, wherever it happened. But there he is physically in a bad way to all appearances. And a good Samaritan pedestrian comes dashing over there. And he leans down to the little man's ear and he asks him, how are you doing? And the little Jewish man says, I make a living. <laughs> So you've got to focus on your highest good, no matter what. That's right. right. And it's not always easy to get there. And so don't beat yourself up if you're not there. Just keep moving yeah. toward it. Just listen to yourself breathe. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. And there's so many people who have been upset about COVID, of course, absolutely. And we've lost yeah. people. And, but we are resilient. We are meant to be, if we're here, we're meant to be here. So keep moving forward. It was funny when you talked about the breathing thing too, because if I wake up in the middle of the night and not for a long stretch and not even wide awake, but if I somehow wake up and I want to get back to sleep, I will do exactly that. I will listen to myself breathing and maybe instead of counting sheep, I'm kind of counting my breaths and then eventually I fall back asleep. I don't stay awake for a really long time, but any time awake in the middle of the night to me is annoying. So, you know, I'm glad that I, I have that idea of just, you know, breathing and, and, and listening to my own breath and counting the breaths, because part of listening to your breath is you're still alive. You know, I'm, I'm here and I'm alive and I'm breathing. I mean, sometimes, you know, that kind of helps you settle down too. You right. Know, and there's you know, no you threat. Decide where you're going to park your thoughts. You decide yeah. what thought you're going to park, what theme you're going to have. We just did something on Twin Cities Live about this last week. 
or this week, <laughs> this week about, you know, where, do, what sort of theme do you pick for yourself in thoughts? Mm -hmm. That's important too. So you pick a great theme, you listen to yourself, breathe, you dig your feet into the ground and you just keep plowing forward. In, in one of the Harry Potter movies, they talk about keeping away the dementors by having a really, really happy thought, a really positive thought. And um, I, I have said to myself, I, I, like, I have several that I can go to where if I get caught unawares about something and I need to get my thoughts put into a much better direction, there are certain thoughts that I can think about that bring me tremendous joy. And uh, one of them is my dad taking me on a sled ride in the snow in Chicago when I was a toddler. <laughs> and I can, I can remember way, way, way back and looking up into the streetlight and seeing all the snow coming down in the streetlight. It was snowing very heavily. And my dad and I were alone. He was leading the sled. I was holding on for dear life in the back. But just to see that pretty nighttime scene with all the snow coming down in the streetlight, that is a happy thought for me. And I have several of those that I will just go to that thought and it, it settles me right back down again. That's so, awesome. Good to have a happy thought, ready, ready to go. Right. You know, at the ready. And this whole business of cancer as a journey there, but the one that really gets me is, and I, I mean, the semantics of it, I just bother myself about that now. And again, when I hear these stories, and this has happened with numerous people I've known who did, uh, who did get cancer, most of them survived, a couple did not, they were lovely people, and I miss them. But the thing of it is, it gets under my skin, Jody, when someone says, do you realize that your cancer is a gift? Oh, God. that was said to me one time. Uh, well, I had I had a tumor on my right kidney back in 2008. And they took it off. They took it off before and didn't biopsy until afterward because they want to be on the safe side. Turns out it was malignant. There was a renal cell carcinoma and surgery was the only indicated course of treatment. So they took it away and said, go enjoy the rest of your life. They literally said that to me. But people that want to put it in the framework of cancer as a gift, I asked one person, could you show me to the return desk? Yeah, because, you know, it was a it was a pain in the tuchus to me. And I had no chemo to worry about people like yourself friends of mine in Seattle, they're my heroes. If I still have heroes, those are my heroes. Because to get up and go to a place and to, to lie back or sit down, however it's done, and to have these chemicals, which you know, is referred to as a kind of poison, you're trying to kill the bad cells and save the good cells. But when that sort of thing happens, you have to, when your feet hit the floor, it seems to me, Jody, you have to make a decision about how you're going to approach this day and that necessity and then deal with the aftermath. That takes real raw courage. It does take courage. And there are a lot of people with even more courage than me. And thank you for saying that. And you have to, when it comes into your body, you have to say, I'm welcoming all the good things that this can do for me which was really tough for me because I'm a granola girl. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't put plastic in the microwave. I ate organic. I, I haven't used deodorant. I've used like a crystal since I was 18 years old. There's a lot of things that 
you can't help it. This is, this is going to happen to a lot of people. And unfortunately it's true. And you take what they say and you do what you can with it. And chemo was a blessing. I said, I had a relationship with chemo. <laughs> I had a relationship with chemo. We kind of broke up because I'm not doing it anymore, but I did. I had to really welcome it. And every single day I said, I am love and light in action. I feel the light. I see the light. I am the light. And then they plugged me in and I did a lot of prayers while they did it. And when it was over, I went home and I had to lay down and I walked and I drank a lot of water and I want to be here. And I wanted my kids to see me fight. I wanted them to say, I didn't, I didn't take it lying down and I'm not happy. It happened. Trust me. I will. Sorry. I don't know if I should say this on air or not. I will forever miss my breasts. How's that? Ah, I will forever. And they were a part of me since I was 12 years old, right? I've had them most of my life, but I want my life more. And so I said to my husband, and don't say the number, Gary, I'm having a big birthday. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to be this old. And my husband says, you get to have a birthday. Yeah. Ah, Well said. Yeah. Things went a little bit wonky um, for me, which I won't get into, but I almost didn't have a birthday. So I get a birthday. And I get to still talk to people like this and like you and talk about intuition and that life goes on after and you create your reality, but only to a certain degree, you take what you have and you keep going. It sounds to me like your intuition was really working for you when you had a sense about something being wrong. It was maybe not the same as just a plain old fear thought. You've been going through this for a lot of years and getting checkups But something intuitively, when your life was passing in front of you, you were saying, you know, there's something going on here, but that's your intuition. Did your mediumship ever come into play at any point? Did any of your ancestors or any people from the other side come and say anything to you? Like, you know, you're going to be fine. You're going to get through this. Did, Did anybody communicate with you or was were they quiet? <laughs> they were quiet because I did almost die. So, I mean, mm. I, I really had a feeling I was going to die and I had it before I was diagnosed and that's what terrified me. And I, I literally almost did. So, but uh. I didn't, so I didn't, but what happened was I kept dreaming about my friend, Joy Eitman's mom, who her name is Shelly and I love her. And I've dreamt about her for years. She died of breast cancer. And mm. I kept dreaming that I was in that neighborhood so I, I, of course, was very diligent about getting checked for breast cancer. There was nothing I could do. They caught it so early. They caught it so early. Piper Breast Center in Minneapolis. Mm. They caught it early. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that they caught it early. So yeah. kind of the way you look at it, not loving that it happened. Glad it happened the way it did. So they caught it early. But no, I would say mediumship wise, my, my grandmother, my grandparents came around to give me like a hug but there was no answer. They don't provide answers. They're not really allowed to. Well, maybe not answers, but maybe add a girls or something else. Or some guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I got hugs. I did. I got hugs from my dad, Good. my mom, my grandparents, mm. absolutely a parade of deceased loved ones hugged nice. me. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's wonderful. I don't want to alarm you, Jody, but there is a, a, a man, man I just saw carrying a dog upstairs. So you might want to give security a call. <laughs> he's been mentioning you. That was my husband and our dog. And he's going to the street. 
Wait, you saw it too? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a ooh, Twilight Zone music. There we go. Let's go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, we do the marketing piece because we want to let you know how you can get up close and personal with Jody Levon. And then we are going to make about 20 minutes available where Jody, God bless her socks, has decided that she will go ahead and you can get tuckered out, you know, so uh, in this in this set of circumstances, but 20 minutes, that's good. And we will take a few calls and you might hear from somebody who wants to dial you into the other side of life. One of your loved ones might have a message for you, as I say, through the good offices of Jody Levon. Let's go out and let's give the numbers before we go out to break. Great idea. Why don't you do All that? All right. So from anywhere, you can call area code 425-373-5527. I'll repeat that. 425 425- 373-5527. If you happen to be in Western Washington within the sound of this broadcast, the toll-free number is 1-888-298-5569. Let's take our break. Give us a couple of minutes, then more of Jody Levon on Manson Mitchell right here at the epicenter of Alternative Talk in Seattle, AM 1150. Colleen Foy Bolin is offering an exclusive Zoom class on savoring life's spiritual moments, Saturday, March 5, from 10 a.m. to noon. This Zoom class shows you how the sacred art of storytelling moves you forward on your path and brings inspiration to others. Your everyday experiences can transform into life-changing events when looked at in a new way through Colleen's creative exercises. You'll discover that enlightenment grows in your own backyard. Colleen is offering this two-hour class at the very affordable price of $20. To register, go to sarasotacenteroflight.com. That's sarasotacenteroflight.com. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty. 
yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed the happy medium, Jody Levon. She connects with the other side brilliantly, and yes, she will be taking calls in the second half of the show. On Saturday, John Welshans, author of One Soul, One Love, One Heart, returns in an encore presentation from last year. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our special guest this hour, Jody Levon. This is Jody's 26th visit. Oh, wow. That's we, wonderful. We've been on air for 15 years. And so that, uh, that puts her at more than one a year. And we are thrilled to have her. Jody, you've got a couple of books out. You've got a website. You have social presence. Please let our listeners know who want to get to know you better. Um, how they can connect with you. What are all those things? So the intuitivecoach.com is my website. I haven't been doing readings, but I'm going to open up to do them uh, on a limited basis in the next couple of months. So you can look for scheduling through that. I'm on YouTube. Oh, I'm on YouTube. If you want to see me in action, go to YouTube. You can go to the Twin Cities Live website and plug in my name. And I'm on social media, Jody Levon. Uh, I'm also the happy medium, Jody Levon on Facebook. I'm on Twitter and I love Twitter. I love all of it. I'm on Instagram. Just look up Jody Levon, the happy medium. I love it. I'm very active on it. I like to put things that are really positive out there, not ad nauseum, hopefully, but, but positive. And that's how you can get a hold of me. And for anybody with pen and paper in their hand, Jody is J-O-D-I and Levon is L-I-V-O-N, Jody Levon. Thank you very much for letting us know that. And I understand you're going to take some calls. Yes. All right. First person we have calling is from San Bernardino, California, and they have listed their name as Three Feathers. Three Feathers, say hello to Jody Levon. Hello, many blessings. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes indeed. Fantastic. I'm actually from Seattle, but I'm traveling and I'm in California right now. It's beautiful and ah. sunny and warm. Yay. <laughs> Excellent. It's gorgeous. I'm yeah. there too. So are you, um, do you have a question for me or do you just want me to say what comes up? Um, say what comes up and if especially around the individual that I just connected with last night that is love bombing me in a huge way. And I want to see if that's any future or where so, I need to be. Sort of, okay. So this is what's coming up for me is you're, you're clearly very insightful. You get flooded by information and it's sort of like you've decided I don't want to be flooded with the information. I want to use air conditioning. I want to control how I'm cooling off with all of this information. I feel like you're doing a really good job with it. Notice patterns 
in this relationship that you are watching to see if it's going to become something or not, watch for patterns. Your intuition is going to speak to you through patterns, through serendipity. So, and notice how you feel when certain things happen. How do you feel when this person calls you? How do you feel when you think about this person? If it's an uplifting feeling, then take more of it in. If you're fearful, work that out. So you get that uplifting feeling. You have to ask yourself all the time, what's it like to be in this relationship? I'm in it. In some form, does it feel good? Whatever you're doing, does it feel good? You as an intuitive person sometimes have a, a tendency to hold on to things a little bit because you're trying to give it a chance. And I think that's great. At a certain point, you have to say, oh, they stood me up five times. I'm done, which I'm not seeing that happening for you. That's just a, an exaggerated example. Does that make sense for you? Like you're very insightful and you've had to learn some boundaries with what it means and when to walk away. Yes, I that's with people more so than my guides, connection to my guides, right? Yes, it's with people. No, your connection with your guides is, if you have a difficult connection with your guides, which I don't feel like you do, but if somebody says, I can't connect with my guides, you're trying too hard. You are connected with your guides. Your guide's voice is the same voice as when you read to yourself. It's your voice because that's how they reach you. So when they're so familiar that you people don't recognize that they're already connecting with them. It's funny because you know a lot of people are, it's beautiful. People want to connect with their guides, but just know you're already connected. So thank you very much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, Three Feathers. Very good. Interesting that you mentioned patterns, Jody, because this year I have been talking a lot about patterns with people that I'm close to. You know, has this come up before? You know, is it is it an echo of something that's happened in the past? And, you know, rather than looking at the other person, I think it's really good to say, what are my patterns? What, what do I do? Yes. How am I being the same here as I've been in the past? Rather than trying to analyze the other person, I'm trying to say, what do I attract? What, you know, what's comfortable for me? So and, smart. That's a yeah. sign of somebody who's growing spiritually. That's oh, a good. very empowering thing because yeah. when you take your power back, which is doing that, what am I getting from this? What literally in a good way, like, what am I learning? What can I get from this? You empower yourself so deeply rather than blaming the other person because right. you can't change that other person, but you can change you. It's hugely empowering to do that. I love that you said that and that you do that. We've been having lots of conversations with my closest, closest friends. Lots of conversations about our patterns. I have a pattern of doing this. I'm aware. I have a pattern of doing this. I need to stay aware in this situation. So I was glad when you said the word patterns. We have Cynthia calling from Issaquah, Washington up next. Cynthia, say hello to Jody Levon. And do you have a question or do you want to just see what comes up for Jody? Um, yeah, thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it, Jody. Your authenticity really comes through. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to see, well, if anybody came up and also if there's any, um, I feel like okay, I have wait, some let me just family say this, pattern. Sorry. Sweetie, sorry to interrupt. Somebody did come up. Who smoked? Why is there smoke? There's somebody that the minute you said that, I saw like a smoke. So when I see that, sometimes it's that somebody died of lung cancer. And sometimes it's that somebody was in a complete confusion before they crossed over. So was there someone, doesn't have yeah. to be somebody super close to you. It's just somebody you knew that, that died of 
some sort of yes. smoke-related yes. death. My, yes. my husband uh, had bone cancer, but it came from lung cancer. He smoked. Okay, so he, and he's on the other side, correct? Yes. He's also standing behind you. And he's a no. little dramatic, like he, in a good way. Like he really showed me who he was. Did he have a side to him? So my husband has this kind of a side to him where he can be very compassionate and yes. understanding. And some things that we always say it's only women, but it's men too. He was like that. Nurturing is what I'm going for. Yes. He had a nurturing side. He's still being very nurturing. In fact, I feel like he, he's saying he talked in your ear, like he would tell you things a lot when he was here and you'd kind of roll your eyes and do whatever you wanted anyway. But he's, <laughs> so he says sometimes he tries to do that to you now and that you're aware of it. Like you can feel him say, well, why don't you do this or take care of yourself that way? Are you aware of that? Yes. Yeah. Good job. You can yeah. feel his energy. That's amazing. He's very loving. I want you to know he's in a peaceful place. He is not hanging on to every thought that you have, but he can feel your positive energy. He can feel your love for him, but he's got things to do over there too. I don't know if he gardens, but he's standing by, it looks like actually some wild flowers and a a little fence. So there's something about being outside. Now, not, not everybody loves outside. Most people like it, but not everybody loves it. There's something very freeing for that, for him in standing in this sort of field. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. He liked being outside. We like camping. We, we were outside. Yeah. The wildflowers. Yeah. See, that's what they do is they'll show me something like wildflowers, which ind indicate something like a field. So that makes a lot of sense. So, um, Tell me about the tickle. Like, was he coughing a lot? He said there were some some early signs because we were talking about early signs. Clearly, he was listening to the show. Huh? That's a wide band. He's talking about watching for early signs, but not being overly cautious and not being um, paranoid about something being wrong with you. Just being conscious of, okay, this is bothering me. I'm going to go get it checked instead of, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. You maybe went through something or people you know went through something like, what if something's wrong with me after your husband crossed over? He's saying, don't, don't do that to yourself. Just keep living your life and pay attention to patterns. Okay, yeah, I've been having some physical problems. Yeah, he says, pay attention to the patterns and go get checked if you want to get checked and don't hang your hat on something negative happening to you. Hang your hat on something positive happening to you. If you were listening earlier, which it sounds like you were, you know, find a way to park your thoughts or pick a theme that's more positive, which is difficult when you've lost somebody, but you pick a theme that's more positive and you just keep going back to that. So when your thoughts go um, down, you pick them back up, clear your thoughts and bring them back to that something positive. Thank you so much for calling in. Your Cynthia, husband is a delight. Uh, wonderful. Your husband is a delight. Jody says, Cynthia, don't hang up. I have a question for you. And my question mm -hmm. is this, have you had experiences that indicated to you quite possibly that your husband was around you and wanted to let you know, I'll give you an example. A friend of mine who lives, in fact, she's a longtime friend of Suzanne's there in the Chicago area would sit at home and her husband had passed years earlier and she would smell pipe tobacco. It would just waft through and it was a scent that she recognized because it was the brand that her husband had smoked. And it was right there and it was like, he was reminding her, we're still together, I'm still with you. I'm still here and I love you. And she took that as a very positive sign. Have you had a similar experience? 
Yes, I've had the radio suddenly have the song on that he played. It was the James Taylor song, You've Got a Friend. Oh. I've had the the, um, the shades in the front that are bent, like move. I've had, and I and I keep honoring it, saying, you know, when I get really stuck, which I'm kind of in the middle now a bit, like I need some signs. So I literally, before I called, so I said, okay, if you can give me something direct that that's a sign, and, and Jody did, because... I'm making a big change. I'm starting a new job, and you miss them physically here to have happy news. And so I've been grieving a bit. I've been sad. So, mm. you know, because part of you to not. have your feelings. That's very empowering for you to have your feelings, process them, and then just keep moving. You are going to do beautifully because when you choose to move through your thoughts and not be weighed down by them, you do beautifully. And he's going to keep showing up for you. I can feel that. Yeah, it helps. That helps a lot because it feels like it's such a big change. Like, is he gone? But I know he's not. I, I just threw out a whole bunch of stuff finally from him as inhalers. So you were right on target. I just cleaned out some inhalers. Thank you. That's nice so feedback. Thank, you, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, guys. That really helps. All right. Thank, thank you, Cynthia. You, I really Cynthia. appreciate that. Cynthia is made of strong stuff. I get that very clearly. Yeah, I like that. Very good. And we how do you her- like one of the signs might have been that she got through, that maybe her husband yes. helped her get through to yeah. that call? Yeah, yeah, very good. You have to be aware and paying attention to things, you know? Yes. And, and she was. We have another caller from San Diego, and this time of the other stripe, Jack. <clears throat> Jack is calling from San Diego. Say hello to Jody Levon. Hi. How are you, Jody? Good to speak with you. Just uh, interested in maybe a general overview, or if you want a specific question, I can give you that. So here's the, first of all, you have a lovely vibe. Everybody calling in has a lovely vibe. What I love about your vibe, Jack, and the things that I'm already picking up is that you're perceptive, but you're, and you're very intellectual. And so you've done this dance between both of them and you've learned through some experience that it's not all about intellect and it's not all about intuition. It's a mix. I mean, that's why mm-hmm. I love the name, the happy medium, not just because I've been called it since I was a kid, but because it's a mix, you have to find that sort of balance in the middle. And I feel like despite you might having fears that you're not, you are balanced that it is good to get insights and it is good to have your intellect and the two of them can be married and live nicely together. I will say sure. your, your intuition shows up sometimes physically. So like my throat started, as I started to say that to you, I started to feel like there was something in my throat. Start noticing when you feel like there's something in your throat, that there's some insight that you're supposed to speak. Does that make sense to you? No, it does. It does. Yes. Yes. And then I also feel like, do you ever feel like somebody's gripping your head? Like somebody has like a little bit of pressure on the sides of your head. It's so funny. You can't see me, but Gary and <laughs> Gary and Suzanne can like you're, they're gripping the sides of your head. Like somebody's saying physically li- listen to your head along with your heart, because there's somebody that touches your head. Are you aware of that? Do you know who it is or? <laughs> um. I- well, it feels very much like a nurturing person. So it could be somebody like a mom or somebody who is very nurturing to you. I feel like they're trying to get you to notice something or see something. If your father had a nurturing aspect, it could be him. There's something about their breath. And I don't know if it's what they ate or something that you noticed when they were here about their breath. 
that is who it is, at least at this moment, saying to you, take it all in. Uh, you tend to get um, over overloaded in your mind as well. And so yeah. maybe they're trying to show you that so you can release that and start breathing so you don't feel so overloaded by all the interesting things that go on in your mind. Because you're right. a fast thinker. Does that make sense to you? It, yes, it does. And so slowing that down by literally listening to yourself breathe helps immensely. I am I am not a person that says you always have to follow everything about your gut. You follow your heart, trust your gut, and use your head. So when all three are in alignment, you're good to go. So that might help you a lot. Does that make sense? It, it does. Um, I don't know if I can maybe fit this in here. My company was purchased recently by some new owners. I didn't know if you might have any insight. If, is that going to be a, a positive, uh, you know? Yes, transition. it's positive, and that's where the that's what the number crunching is. That's what's gone on in your head. Maybe you going back and saying, "But if I would have done this, or did I dot my eyes and cross my T's?" And for, for that's the feeling I'm getting. Like you're w wondering if you did everything you were supposed to do with that, and you absolutely did. And now you get to move on. Whether you, if even if you're staying with them for some period of time your energy has moved on. So be aware of that. If somebody calls you back or gets you in front of them about your business that you just sold, you can be present right. to ask, answer those questions to some degree, but you want to call your energy forward to be right where you are, be where you are. Yes. And, and one, one quick um, mention, if I could fit this in. Um, you mentioned earlier in the show, it says you create your reality to a certain percentage uh, I've been aware of Dee Wallace, who you probably are as well, and she seems to be leaning on you create 100% of your reality. Is that dangerous or? Um, so that's a, a beautiful you know, is, question. Is it, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it tangible? I mean, could that work differently for different people or is that, uh, or what's your opinion on that? So I beat the CRAP out of myself when I was first diagnosed, because I thought that must be true, even though I didn't ever believe it to that degree. For me, no, that's not true. There are babies born with disabilities that they didn't consciously choose. They didn't choose certain things happen. Nobody in their right mind would choose some of those things consciously or unconsciously. There are certain things that are going to happen to us and for us. We don't have control over that. What we do have control over is the way we respond to it. So I would say in my practice, I do not believe that we are, that we created every single thing that happened. I do believe that those things that happen, if we squeeze the good out of them, that's the biggest thing we can do. And that's a personal thing. We choose to respond to what's happening in a certain way. That is more empowering than thinking if your foot got run over by a car, it's your fault. Thinking maybe I could have done it this way or that way is great, but it's not like you said, hey, God, this is what I want to happen to have happen. So I'm not on the same page as this person. I'm sure I'm on the same page in a lot of ways as this person that you mentioned. No, I do not believe that we choose every single thing. I didn't before I was diagnosed and I don't now. You truly create, co-create with the divine to yes. make what, you know, our experience. It's not like we're just alone and, and creating it. Right. We are defined by the way we respond to our experiences much more than the experiences themselves. 
Wow, yeah. that's a wonderful bit of classic stoicism too. Excellent. Also, before we hang up, Jack, I'm only curious as to what your uh, astrological sun sign is. Um, I was born in, in July. I'm a cancer, if that answers it. Uh, yeah, and it was just a curiosity uh, about that. We have one more caller, we so we, oh, we don't, she dropped off. Okay. That's good. Well, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Well, wonderful to talk to call. you today. Thank you. Jack ought to consider a career in radio. He's got those wonderful pipes, as yes, we say. Yes, he does. <laughs> he has a very nice voice and a fast thinker, so very good. We've got about three minutes left. So looking ahead, Jody, where are you going with all this? Do you have another book in the works? How about workshops as you rebuild your strength and you've got more stamina coming on? I know that's going to be true for you. You will get back to your running shape, as it were. What do you intend to do in 2022? Well, I already have a couple events because, of course, and I even did them before surgeries before. I have a couple of events coming up in the Twin Cities. I'm going to be doing another national slash international event, which will be virtual. That's not on the books yet. Yes, I have another book, Cooking, and hopefully that will be, they'll have more report on that soon. And I always, always love to do media. So I'm on the radio like this lovely show. I'm on Twin Cities Live at least once a month. I, I'm going to keep going with it, even if it, I do have a few more surgeries, but even between those, I'm going to keep doing it because I really enjoy it. It gives me light. I do want to say this officially, doing readings can be very draining, as you mentioned, and that is one of the reasons I'm not doing them right now, because my energy needs to be used for me and healing right now. Media gives me energy. Sometimes doing readings can pull it out. Okay. That sounds excellent to me. I'm, I'm thinking that when you're on Twin Cities Live, don't you get a major boost of energy from being able to draw on all those wonderful vibes in that studio? And there's a live audience too, right? Yeah, well, there's been a live audience. I've been doing it. I did it virtually. They haven't had a live audience since COVID. I don't know if they'll do it again. But at the State Fair, there's always a live audience. And I can feel the energy of the people that are watching. That's what gives me energy. I feel like I'm here to say what I'm saying to speak what I'm speaking. That's why I'm still here because it helps empower people. And I wanna help empower people. And mostly I want people to not be haunted by their sadness and to have their joy. Cause I lived a life of not having much joy as a kid. And I said, I'm gonna help people have their joy. And I am. I like that. I like that. I can tell by your smile. And unfortunately people can't see your smile on the radio but maybe, maybe they can. Maybe they can see your smile. They have to know you're smiling very brightly. We can't wait to have you back again, Jody. Jody. thank you for giving us your time this morning. That was wonderful. And for giving out those messages. They were great for those people that got them. And people can connect with you at theintuitivecoach.com. And looking forward to the next time. Me too. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. We, Gary, uh, we have upcoming the Christine Upshirt show. And Gary, you've got American Road Trip Talk at one o'clock Pacific. This time we're going to pay a visit to West Tennessee. It's more than just Memphis. There you go. <laughs> and join us again tomorrow. Have a great weekend, everyone. Mm-hmm.